Green, green bean casserole is a classic American dish with green beans, cut green beans, canned or frozen, um, uh, mushroom uh, soup, uh, mushroom, a white mushroom sauce soup. Uh, then you can throw in cheese, uh, grated cheese, cheddar preferably, um, a little bit of milk, and then put um, onions, uh, uh, fried onions on the top that have already been fried. Yeah, I tried making it once. I remember mm -hmm. I was trying to fry onions, but I never got the the appeal of the dish. It's like beans. and. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, you have to have those common. You have to have the, the mushroom soup really helps and the cheese. Oh, okay. And okay. and the, the fry, you can fry the onions yourself, but the the uh, the big, the brand name one is called French's, I think, and it, they also oh. do soups and things like that. They're already... Really, I doubt I can get them in the Vera. I doubt it too, but well, I don't know. You might, you might look around. So, I mean, I found, <laughs> I found agave syrup on my last trip in Macedonia, which I needed. Yeah, I yeah. needed to make a cocktail, and I was surprised to find it. So it was in, in um, Tenex in one of the, um, uh, what's it called, uh, uh, health food sections. Yeah, we have. We are too poor to buy. Uh... Uh, maple syrup and I noticed uh, for years now we had a lot of you'll have the maple syrup mm -hmm. but it's like 10 euros here for a small bottle right. it's a bit much and then you'll have all the like uh, agave some, I, I never tried agave we have like we import from Iran some kind of like an alternative uh, like date uh, uh, syrup mm -hmm. I guess so that's like uh, people sometimes use that instead of uh, uh Fortunately, we don't use uh, uh, corn syrup, right. like the, the the worst thing. But maple syrup is too expensive, so we buy these middle of the middle range alternatives. We're good. Uh, we're recording. Yes, right? I'm recording. Okay, yeah. So okay. should we? Um, let's, let's have ourselves a podcast. Yeah, we can let's, just. Let's continue. have ourselves a podcast, as James Lilac says on the uh, the Ricochet podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I think I've got. This is the Macedonian Content Farmers podcast. And the, the person giving advice on the culinary issues <laughs> is Jason Miko from the foot of the Catalina Mountains in Oro Valley, Arizona. Yeah, but I've got a prepared monologue. Ah, okay, sorry. That's sorry, okay. Sorry. okay. So, well, yeah. Well, in three, go ahead with your monologue. In three, sure. two, one. <laughs> he, Davidovich, was also implicated in the scandal that led to the arrest of Macedonia Government Secretary General Draghi Rashkovsky, a top lieutenant of former Macedonia Prime Minister Zoran Zayev. Rashkovsky allegedly received a bribe from Davidovich in order to have a meeting with Prime Minister Zayev to advance Davidovich's business interests. Close quote. So reads a press release from the United States Department of Treasury dated November 16, 2023. Granted, we left out the N-word in that quote, but you get the point. It appears that Zoran Zayev really is no longer the useful idiot that the U.S. State Department took him to be and is now getting even closer to being charged with corruption. Unfortunately for him and all of Macedonia, various Dewey officials, prime among them Artan Grubi and Ali Ahmati, will not be touched for a long time due to their continuing usefulness as idiots to the U.S. State Department. Perhaps intra-Albanian crime and murder will get them one day. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Migo, coming to you from the foot of the Catalina Mountains in Oro Valley, Arizona. And this is Svetan Shalimanov in Skopje, Macedonia. There we go. All right. That was our proper intro. So, uh, <laughs> in addition to the discussion of uh, fine American staple foods at Thanksgiving time. So, <laughs> we are, and the reason we're talking about that is because this is just a few days after American Thanksgiving. It's Sunday, November 26th, 
And this is episode, I think it's 164 of the Macedonian Content mm-hmm. Farmers Podcast. Uh, I'm just coming off of a long four-day weekend here in, uh, in Arizona. Finally getting a little bit cooler. We had some good rain, although I see that uh-huh. you guys have just got dumped on with snow in Macedonia. Yeah, yeah, we finally got into winter time. Mm. It was otherwise very, very warm until like a week ago. Nice, it was nice. Unseasonably warm. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't like it. kept kept getting sick and. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it's better better it, to be cold. I mean, it makes no sense. Better to be cold. Uh just like to have it have whatever the season is. Right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to be in season. Yes. Yeah. Right. And and now you know now we're all playing Christmas music full blast and it's got to be cold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh well, let's see. Um, let we got a whole list of items to start with, uh, or to, to go through today. But let's let's just start with. Um, so the U.S. With the State intro. Department, the U.S. Treasury Department, actually is the one that puts these things out. These um, these lists of of uh, the, the naughty list. Let's call it since we're close to uh, getting closer to Christmas. They put out their naughty list of uh, of people in various countries that they accuse of corruption and. This means that the people named cannot uh, own property in America, cannot visit America, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a number of Macedonians have already been put on this list in the past, and this is something that the U.S. Ambassador, Angela Aguilar, has been talking about since she arrived. Mm-hmm. It finally happened, uh, I think maybe a year and a half ago is the first time somebody was put on the list under her watch. I think um, Nikola Grevsky and some others are, have been under there for some time, but... Mm. The mayor of Struga, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was is a Dewey official. Um, was yeah, put on there. Uh, Mirko. But he's still mayor, right? He didn't he didn't resign yeah. or anything. No, yeah, no, of course no. not. Why? He was removed from the party. Not even removed. He like suspended his membership in the party, like the lowest <laughs> rant of uh, like uh, penalty he could face. Yeah. Well, so now um, uh, and this uh, Davidovich, who I mentioned there, is a Montenegrin. Actually, uh, his, this is. Not uh, a Macedonian. There were a number of other officials from Macedonia on there, but this is the first time that Zoran Dalaev's name has shown up in one of these, um, yeah. these statements. So it, it it does appear that you know he's getting closer to being at least um, mm-hmm. charged with corruption by the United States, if not by the Macedonian government. Which we'll see because of the intra intra citizen fighting going on uh, in Macedonia, which you can probably explain better than, than I can. Yeah, it was, uh, so So far, everybody who was put on the blacklist are the usual people you would expect the U.S. government to put on a blacklist. It was Gruevsky, Mialkov, uh, Orza Kamchev, who was, like, financially involved with Vomero. Um, the mayor of Struga was an outlier because, I guess, with all the reports of corruption in Dewey, the U.S. embassy wanted to send a message that they're not just going after Vomero and coddling SDSM and uh, Dewey all the time. They were supposed to go after the big oil trader, uh, uh, what was his name, uh, from the Putsko Petrol Company, who is one of the biggest businessmen in the country now with the help of Dewey. But they left him out and decided to go for a lower level Dewey official. So, so far it was all, you know, one-way traffic, uh, completely partisan, completely, you know, uh, uncritically supportive of SDSM and Dewey. And attacking Vumero, what you would expect from the U.S. Embassy to do. But the latest report, again, it was the usual people. It was uh, Kamchev's mother now. They're expanding the list. 
Uh, it was uh, Samsoninko was on the list and his wife, the Russian Macedonian businessman who made Vardar champions of uh, European handball, who built, uh, who was building a large hotel in downtown Skopje, invested in gambling and sports a lot. Um, so because he's Russian, of course, uh, of course. making uh, Vemera like Vemera linked with the Russians, we're going after them. So all like usual uh, one-way traffic. But then if you, if you go to the Montenegro section, so this is, there were people from Bosnia, Serbia, Macedonia, and Montenegro put on the list. And when you go to Montenegro, it was this businessman from Montenegro who's smuggling uh, cigarettes, oil, uh, guns, uh, also linked with Russia, etc. But who was recorded talking to this uh, mobster person, uh, extortionist close to SDSM, in Macedonia, um, Zoki Kicevets, famous oh, from yes. the major racket scandal, which brought down Katica Yanova. And uh, in this conversation, Daka, the Montenegrin businessman who is now on the blacklist, is heard saying, uh, as, he's asked, do I come and meet Zaev again? Uh, do you want to come and see him over the business you were discussing? And he says, no, come on, every time I go, uh, him and Draghi Rashkovsky, Zayev's secretary, they keep asking me for more money. They, they say it's for their referendum to change the name, that I'm funding their referendum campaign with my donations. They're taking the money, obviously. Um, the businessman is angry that his business he wants to advance in Macedonia is not going well. And uh, it was Vimera revealed that uh, Davidovich was... Uh, trying to build a huge residential and business center in Titova at the site of an old furniture factory. And he was meeting Zaev to have the zoning permits issued more quickly, and he was paying hefty bribes for this. Uh, and even after the tapes were made public, the council of Titova met and approved the development as Davidovich wanted. And Zaev was asked, like, dude, but you were this person was recorded talking about you, that he's giving you money for this deal, and how can you actually go ahead with this plan after you've been found out <laughs> that you're corrupt? And Zayev defended the deal. He said, yes, of course, this is good for the business. This will be hundreds of millions in investments. We are going ahead with this. And Vimera were pointing out to this, saying that, look, Zayev is in bed with a Montenegrin businessman who everybody knows in the region, is person close to the Russian government and was allegedly involved in this attempted coup in Montenegro, oh, if yeah. you remember, uh, around the time of the colored revolution. They had a, a, a coup attempt there. Um, so the blacklist does not put Zaev on the list, but he's mentioned as a corrupt contact in one of the persons put on the list from Montenegro, put on the list for his Russian ties, which is extremely damaging for Zaev. And also extremely damaging is that he's mentioned at all, as you said, it's obvious that the US government is sending out a very strong message about him and that he's like in the in the waiting room <laughs> of the of the blacklist. Yes. Uh, so it's a big, big development. Yeah, yeah. and and Rajkovsky is is in jail. Is, is he in jail? No. He's, charged, he's charged. I think he's in house yeah. arrest. 
the blacklist said that he was charged over this. That is not mm -hmm. true. Uh, they use the term lieutenant, Zav's lieutenant, which is correct. I frequently use it. It's very possible that some of the persons who who was working on the list is listening to me or uh, to the to the podcast. So shout out to whoever is doing the list. Uh, and uh, he's waiting to be he's charged on minuscule minor charges. There was no attempt to have Zaev even interrogated or involved in this. There was no attempt to pressure um, uh, Rashkovsky to say something criminal about Zaev. Uh, you know, like everybody was pressured to testify against Gruevsky. All of the hundreds of people who were charged from Vimera, every time it had to go to the top. The, the main culprit had to be Gruevsky, even though it's something minor and completely unrelated to him. He could, maybe didn't even know about this. Like one, one case was like a software in a public company, like seriously right. doubt that Gruevsky knew about this. Uh, so, um, but in the few cases against Zaev's men, there was, there was never an attempt to go after him. And even these relatively low charges, he was given a long sentence but he's now facing uh, having the sentence quashed because of this new law for that greatly reduces penalties mm. for people charged with abuse of office. He was allegedly threatening to sing like a canary, and this is why they were downgrading the... Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to have him involved in this law, which the theory is that it's adopted mainly to help Nikola Gruevsky come back in the country and then hopefully divide Vomero, but there are side benefits for SDSM people like Rashkovsky. So um, the, uh, the list names Zayev and Rashkovsky as the corrupt contacts of this Montenegrin businessman. Nobody in the country is touching the story. Mm. Even mm. Vomero. Even Vomero is quiet mm. about this, even though they were the ones who originally published right. the story. It's very strange. Uh, obviously, SDSM media are not touching the story, They're, they rather ignore it, even though if there is friction between Zaev and Kovachevsky, the current prime minister, they are not obviously going to go after one of their own. Vimero, who were allegedly reportedly in some kind of talks with Zaev, trying to use him to divide SDSM before the elections, they are not going full bore on this story. So the poor ambassador is forced to go. She's using her media outlets like 360. She then herself gave an interview on Telma TV. She's trying to elevate the story that, yes, look, we have mentioned Zaev. We are not. She, she literally called for an investigation into Zaev. She was asked by a journalist, by the Telma journalist, um, what's your recommendation? Do you recommend that we, in, that the country investigates him, she said, yes, this is what the people deserve here. People should be asking for this. She even rebuked the country for not being more active, the public, and saying, hey, let's investigate, let's arrest this guy. <laughs> so she was, <laughs> she was rebuking us for like having given up and like, who cares, nobody's mm. trying to fix this country anymore. Like you, you messed this the FUBAR style, it's not salvageable anymore. Like, and she's like, no, let's let's go back into the fight against corruption mode. Yeah, let's try go after corrupt politicians. Like, dude, nobody cares. <laughs> so this was the, this is a very funny, very interesting development and very funny reaction 
from the people mm-hmm. in the country. Well, speaking of corruption, now you had mentioned in our back and forth before we started recording, um, Mohammed Zakiri was in oh, court yeah. crying. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the other. So, uh, so Rashkovsky was Zayev's chief of staff in the government, and then he was replaced by right. Zakiri, who uh, who's a journalist, uh, U.S. supported. He worked for Radio for Europe, then worked for. Uh, Channel 5. State Department sycophants. Yeah. And and also an educated imam, so very, yeah, pretty radical on the Islamic front. And um, he was also, I think it's even less important charges. I mean, at least for Rashkovsky, there were serious charges. Uh, He was not charged by the prosecutors with these more serious financial abuses. I think for Zakiri it's even less. He like approved the hiring of a consulting company about the sale of the Macedonia railroads, but just you know just to do the feasibility mm-hmm. study for I don't know some sum of money. It's it's a lot of money, but still. Um, and um, he's charged with this. Zayev was hoping to use him to replace Dui. That he was as an Albanian, he was supposed to be. He was named vice president of the party, one of the five, six vice presidents. He was uh, uh, made like the face of the large Albanian contingent of voters who voted for his DSM in 2016, in the 2016 elections, in this curious switch of the Albanian electorate, probably engineered by the U.S. embassy, but Zekiri was declared like one of the persons who made it happen, and he got... Uh, you know, ahead of his skis, he started saying that, well, now that Albanians are voting for ISDSM, we can replace Dewey, we can start investigating them. We will be the largest Albanian party, ISDSM will be. And after a while, you know, Dewey were openly arguing with him, and then they decided, well, listen, we'll, we'll do away with you. As Dewey was becoming more important, and ISDSM was not able to replicate the astroturf success with the Albanian electorate in 2016. Zekiri was not important anymore. Dewey became very important for SDSM. So they just, they, they charged him, they put him in prison, even though in the meantime, Zayev was the best man at his wedding. He's like, um, it, they were that close. Uh, and uh, Zekiri was issuing like this uh, very aggressive threats against the Vimura people before he turned against Dewey during the Colored Revolution, he would like threaten Vimero, you're going to prison, you will see your you'll be punished for what you did and la da da. And now he himself is uh, in court. He was crying that he had family drama, that he's um, you know, has fallen on very hard times. It's so difficult for him to be in detention and house arrest. So yeah, it was a, another you know, very important message to Zayev because he's especially seen as his own person. Um, but also given how upspoken, outspoken and aggressive he was during the Colored Revolution, it was a very interesting, uh, very schadenfreude moment uh, for the public, for the people who were persecuted as political prisoners under ASDSM to see this... this uh, development. Zakiri crying in prison and Zaev probably, possibly joining him uh, in the 
in the court. Wow. Case. Okay. Well, this and this against the backdrop, I think, of the next subject we want to talk to about uh, elections. So we are almost in December, and then all, all, all of a sudden we're in 2024 and elections, parliament and presidential elections are going mm -hmm. to be in the spring. Looks like Citizen Dewey are moving more towards agreeing with the Vumero that they should be held jointly. Um, I keep hearing the date mm -hmm. of May 8, I believe, which is a five, six, yep. seven, eight, which I think is a Wednesday, which is very unusual because um, yep. Europeans, I think almost without exception, could be wrong, have elections on Sunday in Macedonia too. But yep. Uh, yep. we Americans always hold our elections on a Tuesday. I'm not sure why exactly, but anyway. Um, so it looks like the possibility of uh, joint elections uh, and a, that, I mean, the date is less important, but, um, but the intrigue of course is, is going to increase and will probably increase the frequency of our podcast as we move closer to that. Um, and then there's the brouhaha over, um, uh, and, and feel free to, to jump in there if there's anything that I'm missing on the, uh, the elections, but, uh, Vumero is, is, you know, there's supposed to be a technical government, uh, a hundred days before yep. the, um, is it a hundred, it's a hundred days before the first round of elections, I believe. Correct? Uh, yeah. And yeah. Then, um, and so there's supposed to be, because of the agreement between Sedisa and Dewey, uh, that there would be a ethnic Albanian as prime minister, um, because, uh, you, you know, let's be honest, you know, our friends on the left, talent, uh, skills, merit, uh, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is your ethnicity. So, yeah. um. So uh, yeah. <laughs> it's important that uh, a, a, an ethnic Albanian be prime minister. Vomero is saying that they want to scrap this. Uh, Buyaros Mani, the uh, foreign minister, was a Dewey official saying, no, we're going to have a technical government. We're going to put a Albanian in. Uh, this is, of course, this is going to, you know, I, Macedonians need to prepare for the, um, the, uh, the elation and joy and the taunting that's going to, start from the Albanian side in Macedonia and the region when there is an yeah. ethnic Albanian prime minister, an ethnic Albanian foreign minister, an ethnic Albanian speaker of parliament, and there's going to be a lot of chest thumping um, and um, taunting, like I said, etc., from the Albanians, and Macedonians are just going to have to deal with it, and when Vomero gets into power, they can get rid of this stupid agreement and actually <clears throat> focus on the important thing, which is people with the right skills and talents and policies in government and creating and, and, and then governing. So, um, but that's going to happen. And, and as a side note, um, this is really frustrating me, Sven, because, and we didn't talk about this in our off offline stuff back and forth, but, you know, I go through the, the, the Twitter feed, the X feed each day, you know, plugging in, I plug in either Macedonia or, and I have to do this. I have yeah. to plug in North Macedonia to see what, you know, others are saying. And mm -hmm. the news has been dominated either by football, Eurovision, or the, yeah. this upcoming OSCE conference, which is going to be in Skopje next week, which is going to be a gigantic event. Mm -hmm. And the big news is, is Russian Foreign Minister Lavrov coming because of the, mm -hmm. the whole uh, ban yeah. on, on flights and things like that. I guess Secretary of State Blinken is coming, so it is going to be a big deal. But it's so hard to get through the Twitter feed especially because of the football and the Eurovision stuff. And it's just, and most of the comments mm -hmm. about, you know, from, from uh, you know, from idiots and most people that, that 
attack Macedonia have very few followers and uh, are, are just complete idiots, but it's just it's a pain to go through it. But I do it. I do it as a service to the people. I do it as a service to Macedonia. <laughs> I'm always looking for you know the 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 uh, the improper use of the adjective, the quote unquote North Macedonian this and that. So uh, that's primarily why I do it. But uh, anyway, any comments on um, uh, elections or uh, the uh, fact that there will be a ethnic Albanian prime minister of Macedonia? Yeah, it's uh, it, uh, after Montenegro yeah. had one. So at one point we were going to have like four Albanian prime ministers in the region with Albania, Kosovo mm. and Montenegro. But we narrowly missed this. So, you know, as we said, the ISDSM are so badly in debt mm. to Dewey. Uh, they, they, they realize they, have, they don't stand a chance to win the elections by themselves. Uh, against the Vimero, so they're hoping that the Dewey will join them in a pre-election mm -hmm. coalition, and this still wouldn't be enough. So they're hoping that, you know, there will be a low turnout because you know if you add the SDSM and Dewey votes, they might fight Vimero to a even result. But you can't just add the votes in politics, right? <laughs> right? You bring Dewey on the list, you will lose a lot of Macedonians. Right. Hopefully. Uh, so, SDSM are. Still desperate that uh, they need uh, a joint list with Dewey, also with the Alliance of Albanians, uh, try to add them on, even though they're losing support now that they're neither opposition nor they're in the government, they're no longer like appealing to opposition Albanian voters. And uh, uh, even then, they would still need like a COVID crisis, security issues, something that would bring down. Uh, voter turnout before the elections to be able to fight Vimera to an even uh, result. And Dewey is obviously is, uh, having huge demands from his DSM to, because they see them in, mm -hmm. in a bind. And one of the demands is this thing that Zayaf already agreed to, that uh, um, there will be an Albanian prime minister for 100 days before the elections. Uh, so Vimero is here, and also there should be like a government in which Vimero will hold the right. Ministry of Foreign Affairs, of uh, Interior Affairs, the police, um, welfare, you know, several departments under Vimero control, or Vimero would have a say in running them to avoid them being abused before the elections, which is the same courtesy that Vimero gave to SDSM after the Colored Revolution. So... Um, Vimera says, listen, we will give up on these departments we're supposed to get. But if there is no technical government at all, this means that there is no change of prime minister. There is no, there is no Albanian prime minister. And they say not, not because he's Albanian, but because Dewey would be the ones who would nominate him. And Dewey are so mm. corrupt, so ridiculously corrupt after uh, five, six years under which SDSM were literally the junior partner in this government. So they, Vimera says, listen, they, they, have, they were bad back in our time, but this is now ridiculous. So we can't let them have a, the, appoint the prime minister of the country. But this is also Vimera's way of saying, you know, trying to break the pre-election coalition between ASDSM and Dewey. Because if, if Dewey are played or not given the seat of prime minister then, uh, you know, they may say, listen, we're not joining ASDSM in a pre-election mm -hmm. coalition. This, is, this was promised to us by Zav four years ago. So uh, Vimer is just trying to, to spoil this potentially troubling development. Uh, 
for them, a joint, practically the fusion of SDSM and DUI into one, right. one party. It will be good for Vimmer in the long term, but maybe it might just save SDSM in this round right. of elections. Well, and I think, it, as you mentioned, correct me if I'm wrong, that it, it, you had, you had, your analysis had been that it looks like the parties are all going to go for a kind of a nationalistic bent in terms of campaigning. But oh, yeah. that would be troubling for, uh, I mean, Dewey, if it went nationalistic, and when we say nationalistic for Dewey, we don't mean Macedonia. We mean everything that is Albanian, yeah. <laughs> um, which would really, to your point, I think, turn people off, especially citizen voters. Um, but... Um, is that still kind of the, the analysis, yeah. the thought there? Yeah, it's going, it's getting worse. Uh, this is uh, a topic many parties are going to use. Vimur at the oh. least, actually, it's interesting. So, um, Dewey had the, this museum near Kumanovo with the map of Greater oh, right. Albania, yeah. which was removed uh, the, the day after, of the, after the scandal broke, because it was inaugurated by Ali Ahmeti, which is, you know, a serious issue, and the leader of a ruling party is endorsing a map of, you know, with territorial claims on everybody in the region. Uh, then um, we had uh, uh, the church in Tetova practically erected a metal uh, uh, cross, a large cross in, Popo, in the Popova Shapka ski resort uh, next to the uh, church in the ski resort. And uh, the municipality of Tetova insisted that we'll, we'll have to demolish this, even though the entire ski resort, the villas are built unlawfully, and there is a, a mosque built without a permit opposite mm. of the cross. Um, so this was made like, um, this was something that made uh, the mayor of Tetovo look bad, Bilal Kasami, he's like the, he's with the Albanian Besa. opposition parties, uh, Besa. So he, uh, Dewey were obviously campaigning on this issue against Bilal, they were saying, Look, he is uh, allowing the the Christians. Some of the Albanian journalists even used uh, the term "shki." Uh, this is like the, their slur word. We have uh, Macedonians have a slur word for the Albanians, and they have a slur mm. word for us. We uh, both are the "sh" words on "sh," yeah. <laughs> and we're uh, <laughs> they're not used in polite company, but uh, they even started using them over mm. over this issue. So Kasami, not to be left, uh, you know, uh, not to be over the undone, uh, he, he came out, he started uh, insisting that uh, Macedonia needs to change the anthem, the oh, flag, yeah. the coat of arms, because they don't reflect the Albanians. And if we don't, uh, he will start using the Albanian anthem uh, at public events. So this poor guy, Stojanša, is like this stupid... Uh, kind of populist, uh, uh, kind of nationalist uh, person who fought in the 2001 war and was wounded. Um, he's trying to be like the uh, nationalist opponent to Vimero. So he said he, he has a minor office uh, given by Dewey and SDSM. And he said, I will go to Tetovo. I will protect the cross. If, if Kasami tries to bring it down, I will bring my friends from the war. We will... So yeah, there is a lot of this uh, happening. I don't see it gaining much traction with the people. People are, people are kind of like exasperated from, mm -hmm. from all of this. Uh, is this, and we're trying to arrest Kasami over, uh, or at least charge him 
uh, over a map of Greater Albania during the visit of uh, um, uh, the Albanian Prime Minister Kurti like a few months ago. SDSM were then, not only they were not able to criticize Ahmeti for inaugurating the map of Greater Albania, the same thing which Kasami did, even more directly in case of Ahmeti, because Kasami, this was somebody who came to a crowd at an event organized by Kasami with a flag. And Ahmeti himself went to a museum which has the map mm -hmm. of Greater Albania. The Prime Minister was excusing uh, Ahmeti for going to this event. Um, he said, it's like a private house, it's like a private thing. There are so many maps of greater states in every nation in the Balkans. So then Artan Grubi went, he, he went to an event he, and he was announced as the actual prime minister of the country, you know. Kovacevsky was asked also about this. He was excusing Artan Grubi, like, well, somebody said this, I don't know. <laughs> so they're really, you know, they're, they, they, uh, the government tried to be like aggressive against Kasami like months ago and against the, uh, the possibility uh, when the Bulgarians were trying to come to the country for Gotsadelchev's, uh, what was mm -hmm. it, his birthday celebration, uh, the honoring of Gotsadelchev. Uh, that's when they had like the police out, we will protect this country, the pride of Macedonia, blah, blah, blah. But after that, you know, the SDSM are completely lost on this national issues. Uh, issue the Albanian parties are uh, out Albanianing them, each other, out uh, being uh, the greater nationalists, one over the other. And Vomero is actually relatively reserved as well. Okay. I mean, Artan Grubi. I mean, he, 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 he's such a young punk. And I, he is. He's a young punk. He yeah. thinks he's hot shit on a silver platter when he's really just cold diary on a paper plate. Uh, and he thinks he's going to be around forever and he's going to go on to greater and greater things. And he might get elevated at some point to some position. But he's a useful idiot, just like all the rest of them, especially for the U.S. State Department. And one day he'll be discarded. And I mean, as I mentioned in the monologue, given the amount of uh, Albanian crime and brazen murders, openly brazen murders during mm -hmm. the day in malls and places like that, his, and Artan Grubi's car was torched a few months ago. Um, it's not out of the realm of the possible for him to be gunned down. I mean, it's happened before in the region, and it's likely will happen again. And, you know, he's involved in so much crime that, you know, one day, we'll see. Um, but oh, absolutely. Yeah, Vimera will try to form a coalition with Kasami, with the Albanians. Uh, this is why, you know, there is a lot of focus on this. Kasami is also a nationalist, so it's a way for the left to try to hurt Vimera. And but this, if this happens, if Vimera wins by enough votes and is able to form a coalition with uh, the small, which should probably be the smaller grouping of Albanian parties, uh, smaller than Dewey, then they will definitely start arresting, uh, investigating Dewey officials for you know long yes. overdue corruption investigations, trying to split the party up. This is definitely yeah. going to happen. So speak, speaking of small political small political parties, Levitsa. What's up with them? I mean, the antics in Parliament the other day, that wasn't... Um, uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Uh, the one that looks like Rasputin. Apasiev and Kermov. Apasiev, the one that looks like... Yeah, he looks like uh, Rasputin. With the long hair and yeah, Kermov but, um, is the bold one. And they're the only two members of Parliament from Levitsa, right? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. it just... Well, they're trying to, to, to change that in this way. <laughs> they're they're really going to be there. non-existent pretty soon if they uh, continue with their, their antics. I mean, he was throwing papers around and, and he destroyed, a, I think, a, a monitor, a computer monitor. Um, uh, I can't... What mm. was he even protesting against? Uh, actually, it's, it's, it was an interesting development. Uh, there is a new uh, Rules of Parliament uh, uh, document which uh, would curb their ability of the smaller parties to mm. filibuster, which is at this moment done by you know filing thousands of amendments against a law which are easy to print out and uh, difficult right. to debate. It takes so long to debate a thousand amendments. So uh, Leavitz would use this. Um, as a result, the government would use this. As a result, the government would have to use this procedure uh, of the EU flag procedure to adopt laws under a fast track uh, process, which the EU objected, especially after the government used this to change the criminal law in a way that they were hoping will bring Gurevsky back in the country and uh, divide Vimera. By the way, this fight has been has subsided. We're not seeing much of it. It seems that Gurevsky is not biting. A number of cases against him, against Mialkov, have been quashed, but he's not extending the fight with Vemera, which could be the funniest development ever if SDSM passed a law helping Gravsky out, hoping that he will help them out in return, and he just, uh, you know, left them out to dry. Uh, so uh, this new rules of parliament were uh, on, the, uh, on the agenda, and they were agreed between SDSM, Dewey, and Vemera. And Levitsa said, look, we will now expose the uniparty that Vemera is actually cooperating with SDSM and Dewey. And we are the ones who will block this and we will see that Vemera will do nothing. And they started like ripping out the computer monitor for the Speaker of Parliament. They were throwing the amendments they submitted against this proposal uh, in the air, in the face of the interim Speaker of Parliament. Uh, what was Pasiev got out his shoe and he was banging <laughs> on the amendments on the pulpit with his shoe. It was, it was very much a, 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 a Khrushchev moment. Uh, Nikita Khrushchev, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, dear. Yeah. But they're hoping this will help them for elections. They're trying to say, look, Vemera is the same as um, is the SM. We will change the name immediately. We will start arresting people. Uh, we will re restore the name of the country immediately. We will uh, start arresting people immediately. And they're hoping that they'll get like 15 seats huh. in parliament. If, um, well, I mean, it's plausible they get like oh, seven, really? eight, okay. I think. One in each district, maybe not in the yeah. Titova district, but maybe two in. Uh, Veles Shtip CF is from Veles. They did well in Skopje in the urban aerodrome district. But they also have like, there is the rival, uh, there is the Kumanova um, uh, party which has like a similar message. We were on the left, we were with SDSM in the colored revolution, but now we are, we dis disagree with what SDSM is doing with the a government, but uh, with vis-a-vis uh, -vis Albanians, vis-a-vis -vis Bulgarians, but we don't want to be Vimera because Vimera are corrupt. 
So this will probably take votes from what could believe it's a votes in uh, the northeastern part of the country. So I don't know, maybe maybe five to oh. seven seats would be well. Okay, possible. that bears watching. Um, now, where I have to ask, were they out with Levitsa? Were they out uh, protesting the other day against Israel with the the Muslims? Uh, they were uh, the, on the day of the attack. Uh, Apasiev posted that image of uh, oh, a geez. paraglider. You know, yeah. the attackers on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, but um, there were, yeah, there was a, finally a protest in front of the government building, like mm. a few hundred people, uh, many of them Muslims, like w women with the mm. hijab, etc., and some of them like very visibly far-left uh, activists. Not sure if they were labeled so proper, but yeah, th there was like a left uh, Islamist, uh, a red-green gathering in front of the government. Mm. But the, as far as you know, the Levitsa guys weren't out there? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. Huh. Huh. Okay. I don't think they raised it much after the initial yeah. attack. Yeah. It's been, yeah, I've, I've you know, and I, I you know, I, I do follow news from the region as well, and it doesn't look like people have been too, um, one way or the other, have been, been too vocal yeah. about it. They got, <laughs> there's enough problems in Macedonia and in every country in the region to, yeah. to worry about other than... Uh, What's going on globally? Um, the the um, the last thing I think we didn't I didn't even touch on. Um, so, and this bears. Uh, we haven't even mentioned the word Bulgaria, which we're contractually obligated to do. Mm. Um, so, it looks like Macedonia is not moving forward with EU membership next month because uh, they haven't. Macedonia has not agreed to the Bulgarian demands of uh, including Bulgarians in the constitution. So, uh, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, uh, Pendarovsky acknowledged this. It's even like visible that uh, when uh, when they adopted these changes to the criminal code, uh, obviously meant to help Grevsky. The first thinking was that the idea is that he will buy, he will try to get pressure, uh, like a number of members of parliament, to split with with Mitskovsky and vote for the constitutional amendments. Now it's even apparent that ASDSM have given up even on this idea and. Their only hope was that uh, uh, will, uh they will uh, get, make, make this huge favor to Gruevsky and that he will not, not help ad adopt the changes in parliament, but help uh, split Vimera before mm. the elections. But as I said, we are really not seeing this. It's actually, you could even argue that uh, uh, putting Zayev on the blacklist uh, could be a way of the embassy to react against Zav's possible attempts to split is the SM before the elections, uh, much more than um, than Grifsk actually working to split uh, Vermeer mm. before the elections. Okay. Uh, what else? That was a kind of lot going on. Oh, I I did want to say um, we have we have anything um, major that we left out on this podcast because I want to I want to end on a high note. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think quite a bit. Um, it, uh, I, I complained earlier about you know the uh, the Twitter X feed and having to scroll through it, and there's so much stuff on football and Eurovision yeah. and everything else. But but the one thing, so Macedonia played England this past week uh, in uh, football at the stadium there, mm. and um, 
came to a draw, 1-1. Now, Macedonia is not going anywhere in terms of um, advancing in, um, is this towards the World Cup or mm. something else? I don't know. I... Uh, this is the I think, European, European, European Cup. Okay. The World Cup was when we, uh, when we eliminated oh, right. yes. uh, Italy. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and Macedonia earlier this year got a thrashing from England. Um, and, and England is, is still advancing. But it was a, a very good uh, game. I didn't watch it. I was following it on the Twitters, on the X. And uh, they came to a 1-1 draw. Uh, now they had the home field, adva- home field advantage, of course. But I know there were tons and tons yeah. of English fans coming out. And they were all busily tweeting and posting or whatever it is on X. Uh, but um, well done to the, uh, the Macedonian team in, in keeping England at a 1-1 draw. That was good news. Yeah, we had the, the biggest success of our football back in the day, like in the early stages, was when we play, had a draw with England in uh, Southampton. Oh. It, was, it was like 2002, okay. wow. three, I don't know. Uh, with Artan, Artan Shakiri's famous corner goal. And, uh, uh, and yeah, we, we've been pretty difficult for major teams. Like Germ- we beat Germany, we beat Italy. Now this draw with um, with England, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really punching above our weight for not not consistent enough against the middling teams and and of course we, we lose to England we lost to England badly and yeah. we were beaten by Italy of course uh, uh, recently but uh, but yeah <laughs> we can yeah. we can surprise oh, them well done it was, and it was a good good morale booster I think for for Macedonians so uh, good yeah. all right. Well, I think that's a wrap. Um, well, let's see. Again, like I said, this is November 26th, so we'll kind of follow the news. But as, as we get closer to Christmas and the New Year's, things naturally kind of slow down, which is... Oh, well, I know. We need, we need, to, do a, we need to do a wrap-up, I think, after this OSCE meeting, November 29 yep. and 30 uh, in, Mass, in Skopje. I think it's going to be at the Boris Drakowski mm-hmm. uh, Center, which is... Uh, the only hall yeah. large enough to hold the the foreign the foreign ministers and all their delegations, um, including perhaps mm. the Russian foreign minister coming to Macedonia along with the American Secretary of State. That'll be interesting. Yeah, he's only been to Turkey since the war started, and this would be like his first visit to a NATO country uh, yeah. other than Turkey after yeah. the war. And possibly meeting. I don't. I don't think. He, I. I doubt he met. Uh, oh yeah. Blinken somewhere. I no. I, I. Yeah, they did meet. They. You know, during the Ukraine war, which gosh, we're coming up on two years. I know they. I think they've met somewhere, but I can't remember where. But anyway. Yeah. Probably yeah, on this uh, yeah. ASEAN or yeah. something so, like that. Well, we'll 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 kind of monitor that, and then maybe first week or so of December do a podcast and uh, go from there. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. All right. Good talking to you, Sven. You too, buddy. Take Take care. care.